This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Reddit likes this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome everybody back to another week and a brand new episode of Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is Marking Out episode 399. Next we are on episode 400 which is outstanding and you can listen to this and all past 398 episodes of MarkingOut.com on iTunes, uh, on Google Play, on Stitcher. When you go on all those major podcasting sites, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, give us five stars. Uh, please don't give us no stars because we don't like that. Bring the positivity <laughs> our way. You know, you bring the positivity in, the positivity goes out and comes back to you. So please do that for us, and we appreciate it. Social media-wise, Facebook.com slash out, Twitter.com slash out. YouTube.com slash MarkingOut11. Cooking with Brandon Sevens up there. Get those uh, views up because I would greatly appreciate it. Brandon probably appreciates it too. But, you know, regardless, that's one. And we have a shirt that says regardless on our Pro Wrestling Tees store. ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkingOut. we got three great designs up there. Make sure you grab a shirt. If you do grab a shirt, tag us. Take a picture. Maybe we'll retweet it. Maybe Dave will give you a shameless plug. Who knows? Uh, email us. MarkingOut1 at gmail.com. Maybe you want to sponsor our show. Maybe you Ooh. want your own weekly segment sponsored on our show. Uh, we could do that for you. Like we could talk. You know? We'll make yes. that happen. Send us an email. MarkingOut1 at gmail.com. My name is Chris. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris Sweendog. As you can hear, I'm uh, here as well with Dave, who you can follow on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore MO. Dave, how you doing today? I'm doing pretty, pretty great, you know? It's a good day. It is a, a good, good day. day. Yes, day. it is. Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, Brandon is not with us because he's living his uh, luxurious life. He's at a concert or he's at Disney World or he's, you know, living uh, that hashtag Brandon life. But you can follow him on Twitter at BTTG161 and see uh, what fabulous things he's doing this week. Maybe he's uh, drinking a... 13 year olds uh mineral water out of a alligator's mouth somewhere in the everglades of florida who knows we should definitely i think that would be a funny segment just the lifestyle of the rich and the famous yeah now that robin leach has passed passed away instead of asking brandon how how his week week is we'll just start up a segment lifestyles of the brandon Exactly. How his week is, but anyway, tell us about the caviar that he's eating and everything. Oh yeah, that's right. He's probably like, "Ew, <laughs> caviar! It's dumb." It's. I dumb. love caviar. I've never had it. Really? When I worked at the catering hall, they used to have like for weddings. I, I like back in college, I used to work at a catering hall, and it was I worked like five weddings over the weekend. It was Friday night, Saturday double, Sunday double, and it was like sometimes they'd have a caviar station, but they do like the old like apparently there's like old school accoutrements. To caviar and there's new school. Like they used to make these like potato cups. Like they would hollow out a potato, you put it in there, and like onion and uh, egg whites and egg yolks and stuff like that. We did it one time at the restaurant that I work at now, and I went to my executive chef. I said, "Hey, I'm like, you know, this woman was asking about like egg and stuff like that and onions." He he goes, 
why is she asking? But then I'm like, I don't know. You tell me. He goes, oh, that's a very like old school way of having caviar. I'm like, okay, <laughs> sorry. I, I I know at my cousin's house the other day she had uh, caviar on egg salad. Okay. So she had like the pa- uh, the platter of egg salad, and then on top of it was a layer of caviar. Interesting. Yeah, different. Yeah, different. Different. So anyway, Brandon's living the living the the laps of, of luxury this week in his pirate ship. Brent, Dave, how's your week? He's, he's really sleeping <laughs> in a pirate ship. I saw the picture. <laughs> huh? That could be a good pick of the week. Just Brandon sitting on a pirate ship, <laughs> sleeping on it. That, that would work. Yeah, I mean, I know Pro Birchall just swinging a swinging by. Okay, you know what? Whatever Brandon made as the picture of the week is probably getting taken down. All right. Anyway, Dave, how was your week? <laughs> Um, my week is uh, really well. Nothing too special really happening. Um, Doctor Who, I'm excited for because on October 7th is the new season with uh, the new Doctor who is going to be a female, which got a lot of a ton of mixed reviews. And I'm excited for this. I can't wait to see how it turns out. And right now they're doing a Doctor Who marathon on BBC, and I've been catching up on episodes that I haven't seen yet and oh, nice. then in the past episodes. So um, that's been really awesome. And then we're going to, uh, unfortunately, Chris, no, but uh, I'll be attending Comic-Con with Brandon next week and that I'm excited for. So I'm kind of like trying to figure out a game plan with when you get there, what I should bring, what I should see and all of that. I'm not going to be doing any panels though. I don't think. No, no panels. Man, no panels, no autograph signings, none yeah, of that. It happens. Okay, yeah, what, no worries. Just hanging out. That's it. Exactly. Just shaking the hands, meeting the fans, you know? Hey, man. Dave's going to have his own booth set up. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be like Lonely Virgil there. <laughs> but if anybody is like listening and is going to that, feel free to shoot us a tweet and we would love to meet some of you. Well, at least I would. I would love to meet some of you uh, listeners and Brandon will go hide somewhere else. Yeah, he'll go, he'll go to get... <laughs> He'll try to find more uh, pops to get signed by uh, Power Rangers. <laughs> uh, what about you? How's your week going? Um, nothing fun, exciting. I worked a lot. Um, we had like a torrential downpour rainstorm on Tuesday, and yeah. I was outside in that filming a girls' field hockey game. Ooh. Yeah, um, my underwear were soaked to the bone. Oh, that's no. how wet. That's how like crazy rain it was funny because i was like sitting there and lo and behold like the game goes to sudden death of course yeah and my boss texts me he goes hey are you filming this i'm like he's like hey you getting soaked out there i just text him back i'm like soaked is an understatement i came (laughs) home my shoes that i was wearing i had to throw them out because they're like like they're still wet throw them out but you could have tossed them in the dryer yeah i know but they're still sitting by my front door so maybe i'll just like okay good i thought you meant like toss them totally all right but they're, they're pretty old shoes too they're a couple of years old but anyway. yeah you can use them as a uh, work boots yeah, uh, work, yeah, like yeah i can probably yard. use them as my work shoes so yeah when you're in the yard having to do everything in the yard you can always toss those on this way you don't have to dirty up a new shoe that's right that's smart Good thinking, Dave. There you um, go. But other than that, like all I've really done this week is work. I'm, I've gotten to vinyl though. I have got into vinyl. My sister, you- my sister got had this old record player at the house that she didn't use so, at my mom's house. So I was like, "Oh hey, um, are you gonna use that?" She's like, "No, you can have it." So I got it. It works fine. Um, I mentioned it on the show a couple months ago. I bought the AFI's All Halloween P on vinyl, yeah. and it works. And I 
put it in there. It works. And then I went to my mom's house and went through all of her old old vinyls. And she had uh, an original copy of uh, the Jimi Hendrix Experience, Are You Experienced? That's cool. Yeah, which is really cool. It sounds spectacular on there. She has an original copy of Black Sabbath Masters of Reality. Mm-hmm. So I put that on there this week. It's been awesome. And then I went and I spent uh, some money on a couple of vinyls as well. Um, Which ones? I bought uh, Converge, Axe to Fall, uh, at the uh, recommendation of our good friend Anthony, who um, I, was, I was like, hey, I got a record player. What should I get? He said Converge, Axe to, Axe to Fall. Converge is one of my favorite bands. Um, and then I got AFI's The Art of Drowning. I've mentioned that on the show before. One of my favorite albums. Um and then I bought Jacko Pastorius. I bought his anthology. Apparently, it's a it was a record store day exclusive. I found it at Newberry Comics. Um, if you don't know who Jacko Pastorius, he's like one of the most outlandish bass players ever. Rob Trujillo <clears throat> from Metallica did like an outstanding documentary about him. The guy had like schizophrenia, um, but he was like he he worked with Joni Mitchell. He was the bass player on Weather Report for a long time. Um, he essentially like made this bass. He took this bass, like pulled the frets out. He played this like incredible. It's just so good, and the sound of it's like super warm. It's a really rich like sounding album. It sounds really good in the record player. So that's cool. I, yeah, I think I might be going getting more uh, Jacob Story or like Weather Report or like jazz and stuff like that. Because. Like last night too, like I finished all of my editing work and stuff like that, and we have this big swingy chair next to my computer, and I felt like an old man. I sat there, had drank my tea, had mm-hmm. listened to the records. I was like, oh man, and I just zoned out for a little bit. But it was cool. I mean, that's did, the, what's that? Did you go pinkies up? Well, I'm not Sienna. Sorry. <laughs> um, Sienna, Allison K, whatever you want. Regardless, that's to ProWrestlingTees.com slash marking out. Um, she had a good showing though in the May Young Classic. Oh, I totally agree with you. I'm I'm loving it. Yeah, no, it was Everything. good. Uh, and that match that Caitlin had last week too was awesome. Yeah, that yeah. that match with Caitlin. I mean, it was as I expected it to be. But even like the Tony Storm versus Ginny was amazing. Yeah, I know that, and we spoke about that off air too, which was uh, spectacular. But you know, once we get down to the nitty gritty of the May Young Classic, we'll kind of go over it in full detail because you know. We have lives, and we love doing this podcast for you. And if we could, you know, make money off of watching professional wrestling, we would. But Dave is a up and cutting budding PT. <laughs> I am an up and coming, uh, you know, videographer, whatever you want to call me, content creator. I don't even know what to call myself anymore these days because it's like, but and then Brandon is, uh, you know, a uh, it's a podcast. Yeah, yeah. He's an online listening host. Experience host. That's what it is. All right. Let's get into some outside the ring talk. Um, we have a new tag team championship record holder. Kofi Kingston this week surpassed Billy Gunn and Mr. Fuji on the consecutive or the uh, not con- just overall overall days as tag team champion. He now holds the record with 954 or by this time, I think it's 55. Yeah, it's around there, I guess. Yeah, it's crazy. Good for him, man. I I would have never expected that Billy Gunn would be number two. I could. Or Fuji. Mr. Fuji I was surprised with. But I think Big E really – he sent out like a really good tweet this week for Kofi. He was like, this is a guy that has always played by the rules. You've never seen him in any sort of domestic violence disputes. He's never failed a drug test, and he deserves this. So our hats off off to him as well. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you, and it's pretty 
amazing when you think about it. And Kofi, we still, I still think he deserves even more of a push than what he's been getting. Oh, I know, I know. We can argue that down here, but he's st- he's been in WWE for ten years. He's always had he's had always had a prominent role somewhere in w- on on TV. And now with this whole New Day run, they've like locked themselves in. You'll see them every single week because yeah. they're you know they're a draw. That's no denying that. Um, talking about a draw, uh, Woken Matt Hardy and the Hardy family, they're supposed to be, get, be uh, start beginning to film for a new reality show that they're going to be having on the network. Oh, really? Uh, next, Yeah, next I month they're going to start recording. This. Yeah, so that should be interesting considering that I guess he just retired from uh, WWE. Okay, and keeping that paycheck coming in. Yeah, I, I would definitely be interested in watching it. But is it going to be like fake reality? Especially like Woken Matt Hardy and stuff like that and the compound and all that stuff. Or is it going to be like – because they just got rocked with Hurricane Flor- Florence. If you saw like – I don't know if it was Rebby Sky or somebody posted like them constantly trying to get all the water out of their video game room or something. Oh, like no. That. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see their damage that they've uh, encountered or anything like that. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. It's, it's, so I'm like is it going to be like – because I mean that would hit close to that would be like cool for the, to document like hey I'm Matt Hardy I have this larger than life personality but this is like what I'm going through for real like yeah. documenting him having to retire and stuff like that but uh, who knows you know what it'll probably be something that people because everyone loves the the woken whatever the woken broken gimmick yeah so you know maybe that'll be something to get people into the network I know we're getting another season of uh, the Edge and Christian show also that's coming pretty soon. cool which uh, they filmed a lot of content for, which should be coming out soon. So that'll be cool. Yeah. I mean, and you just mentioned retirement. I think Goldust may be on his way out too. He put out a, a, tweet, a tweet kind of uh, making you think that he's ready for retirement. And he's still got another run in him. Yeah, right? He's just got the his two knees uh, done. So who knows? Yeah. He'll definitely come back at some point. Oh, absolutely. He, he's, he's one of the wrestlers that he can – I don't even – what's cool with him – He's never retired. Mm. He's always been just doing his thing. He will never retire. Ah, he's good. Uh, somebody who uh, you won't see it for a while probably is uh, going on to the independent wrestling scene is Joey Janela. Uh, this is a guy over the past year, year and a half, has really blown up on the independent circuit. Um, and it seems like he suffered some sort of major knee injury. Um, yeah. It was in a match uh, with Psychosis uh, this past weekend at GCW. Um, he posted something on his Twitter explaining like the list of things that went wrong in his knee. Apparently there was it's contusions awful. in part of his knee. He completely destroyed his PCL mm-hmm. and uh, LC. I, I don't know, but I, I watched the whole yeah. thing and it sucks, man. I feel awful for him, you know? He's and you can having... see, like, if you watch the video too, you could see him like he was really distraught about it. Yeah, and, and, uh, right, and rightfully so too, because like he's the WWN champion right now, or the Evolve champion. He's one of the two. I was yeah. confused. WWN right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's unfortunate. He's having such a, a great career right now, and I know he's had setbacks of injuries in the past. He's never been injured, right... huh? He's never been injured. I thought he has been. No, no he, he only he said he said the only major um, when he was on Stone Cold's podcast, he said the only major injury that he had was the finger from that Zandig spot. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I would consider the injury from at PWS when he had that uh, nasty 
uh, I think concussion or something. Oh yeah, that's where he right. Starman. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, but I my heart goes out to him. I it's so tough for when a pro wrestler goes down because you're like you got to fight through this and stay positive, and it's so difficult. We've known uh, a few wrestlers that have been through this before, and it's tough because this is this is your money maker. Yeah, absolutely. And, very unfortunate. And he and you were thinking that he was going to be around for, you know, WrestleMania weekend coming coming this year. If he was good, there was going to be another Joey Janela spring break, but you know it, it says he might be out for a year, which is yeah. going to stink. Um, I know this isn't in our notes right now, but I want to because I we just uh, we spoke about it earlier today. But WrestleCon has started uh, announcing their lineups, so kind of. For uh, WrestleMania weekend 2019, uh, it's going to be hosted at the New York City Hilton in Midtown, which is that's a, a serious spot to have a WrestleCon at. So you're right in the heart, of, right in the heart of Manhattan, right in a, right by Times Square. You know, you're walking distance away from New Japan on Saturday, so you'll probably see, and you're going to have influx of people coming in and out all the time. Yeah, which is going to be crazy. Um, Rev Pro has announced that they're going to be having a event at WrestleCon. It's going to be on Friday, April 5th at 4 p.m. Um, and I'm going to try to keep this as PG as possible because we are <laughs> a PG show. Um, there has been also another event announced. It's going to be the first annual uh, Joey Ryan male appendage party. That's <laughs> so Joey Ryan's getting his own event at WrestleCon this year on Friday, uh, April fifth. There's no matches announced. There's absolutely nothing announced for it, but people are gonna buy tickets for it. Yeah, I think it's your... great. I want to buy a ticket for it. I showed my wife. I'm like, hey, can I go to this? She goes, I'm like, you're not. I, she's she's like, all right, fine, I don't care. I'm like, you're not concerned about the name. She goes, Chris, I'm not even paying attention to the name. I don't care. <laughs> I. I... I go back and forth with it. I think that is great for business as like, and I mean that as in, it's going to sell out. Oh. It's going to be totally spoken about because every single person, I feel like that's going to be one of those things like GCW where every pro wrestler and every fan wants to go see that. It's kind of like that underground, uh, yeah. scene. um, I, I don't know if I have an interest in going yet. I okay. have to, I have to see more about what it is, what's going to happen there, pricing, all of that. There's definitely events that I do want to attend, though. Yeah, I know, absolutely. Well, it's just the tickets for his thing are between twenty nine and one hundred and nine dollars. So, I mean, and then I was even thinking too of hitting WrestleCon on Saturday before New Japan. So WrestleCon, what is that again? Is that the tables and everything? Yeah, convention, you know, gimmicks, autograph signings, all that stuff. So. All right, I I definitely would be up for maybe going to that, maybe going to uh, I definitely want to go to a GCW. Okay, yeah, that's probably going to be like set Friday. That's probably going to be like Friday or Saturday night. Well, Saturday night, I don't think anybody's going to try to run against New Japan and NXT. So, if they do, maybe I could see like House of Glory and a few other things going on. Okay, I right, that would be interesting. Yeah, the smaller I know, and I know I saw a tweet from Pat Buck saying that. Uh, Wrestle Pro is going to be running on Friday. Okay. So that would be interesting. By the way, Create a Pro. Did you see Pat Buck versus MJF? Uh, their next event yeah. coming up. I, that's let's go. <laughs> it was Darth Sidious versus uh, 
Darth Vader. <laughs> I would definitely be up for going to that, you know? And it's, no, but it's the same day as Evolution. And uh-huh. I think it's at 1 o'clock, so the show will be done by the time so people can go to Evolution. Smart. Yeah. Speaking smart. of Evolution, um, it, uh, this week on NXT, it was announced that the NXT women's title will be on the line at Evolution. Uh, Shayna Baszler will re- revoke her rematch clause against Kyrie Sane. So, you know, that's going to be a fun match because they always put, you know, the, the matches that we've seen from them already have been spectacular. Now, talking about spectacular, Abyss, uh, he's been, he's well known for his loyalty to TNA Impact Wrestling. He's been in, announced for, uh, to be inducted into their Hall of Fame. Good. Absolutely. I so deserving. It's so deserving and it just shows you loyalty. Like, he could have went to WWE and had a WrestleMania match with The Undertaker. And I think he said that publicly, if I'm not mistaken, allegedly. There we go. Um, but he didn't because he was loyal to TNA. And, you know, I think he he's a producer now backstage and stuff like that. So good for him, man. Yeah. I, I, was, I, was, always, I was always an Abyss fan. Yeah, same here. I mean, don't get me wrong. There were moments where we questioned our uh, fandom yeah. where he had his uh, – where he – I wasn't a fan of any time he didn't have the mask on. Oh, yeah, like, uh, but I like the Joseph Park stuff. Uh, I, I like that stuff. The stuff that he did with Decay, how, like, they, they went on that hot run for a long time, and then especially when the Hardys were in there, and they had that Deleter-Decay uh, match. Yeah, but that, that was, was with, that was him, like, that wasn't Joseph Park, though. No, it wasn't Joseph Park. Yeah. They came out to, like, but... Marilyn Manson's music for, like, a week. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that was cool. Um, yeah, speaking of... Uh, Big names. Um, apparently, um, the minister and chairman of General Sports Authority in Saudi Arabia, Turkey Al Sheikh, tweeted yeah. out a photo of Hulk Hogan. So there's been a lot of speculation that possibly Hulk Hogan can be will be appearing at Crown Jewels or Crown Jewel. Sorry, uh, at November second in Saudi Arabia, that big event that they're hyping up. That would be something huge, considering that. I don't think he's been in a wrestling ring since 2013, maybe yeah. 2015. Uh, excuse me, yeah, I, I, for, I forgot when the last time was, but that would be such huge, huge news in, in uh, for him to appear at that event. Yeah, I, well, they they got all that Saudi Arabia money that they're throwing around. <laughs> hey, here's a couple yeah. million. We want Hulk Hogan. <laughs> it would be interesting to see the fandom and the support, whether it's going to be support for him and backlash and all of that. It's going to be Interesting to see how all of that plays out. Yeah, absolutely. It sh- yeah. yeah, it should be uh, it should be really interesting. Um, Something that wasn't interesting was apparently Monday Night Raw this week because Monday Night Raw drew one of the poorest ratings of all time. It was potentially, I think, it was the lowest of all time too. I mean, you got a lot of stuff going on this week with football. And you know it's the last week of the baseball season, which I really this is like I hate this week so much. That's true. I mean, well, I mean it's I mean it's cool because you know there's a lot of cool things going on, but like the Cubs race for and, and we didn't even speak about it. Dave is the fantasy baseball champion this week. Ah, yes, thank yeah, you. Yeah, Dave thank won you. our six person league this week. He uh, beat uh, outbeat my father in law. <laughs> I actually got really nervous against him, and it was funny. My dad has no idea how he lost him yeah uh, but he was focusing on the other league too oh yeah and, and, and then also in the dave family uh dave's dad won the big money uh fantasy league yeah he won the big one i won the small one hey, uh, but 
we we get to start somewhere because the small one uh, is going to be growing. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, now now I get to collect some moolah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I don't even know if we even paid in for that. For which? The the six man league where we were like ten dollars a person or whatever. No, no one paid in anything. All right. Yeah, so sounds let's good. Just, let's just keep it at that. Perfect. <laughs> I um, I still won. <laughs> that's still real to me. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. Let me just go back to what I was saying. It's just like I can't watch baseball right now because I'm so freaked out that the Cubs are going to lose their division lead because the Brewers are just like on fire. You know, Christian yeah. Yelich is like, oh, okay, guess what? It's uh, you know, it's Tuesday. Time to hit another cycle. Yeah, it's, they're doing fantastic right now. Yeah, and it's just like, and then it's going to be like now it's going to be the Dodgers versus the Brewers and like in the wild card game and you know the Dodgers have to put Clayton Kershaw in that wild card game to beat the like it's like the Cubs are winning right now 2 to nothing so <laughs> I'm, I'm happy about that and the Brewers are off today so we'll have a full game lead going into the weekend against and all the, the Tigers just have to win this weekend that's it that's it what's the deal with the Yankees right now they the- are in the lead for the first wild card spot they crushed the Rays today um, and then they go to face three games against the uh, Red Sox this weekend okay and if they I think I think the magic number is like two or three I think they have to okay. win like one or two games and then they'll uh, have home field advantage for that wild card game but they're facing the A's who are just like a, another one of these Billy Bean teams that he just the lowest payroll in Major League Baseball and <laughs> Puts together yeah. a winning team. All yeah, right. they are. Uh, they're four. No, that's Milwaukee. I'm sorry. They're four. Four games up. Um, the Yankees are two games up right now. On okay. Orleans. So I think they have to win. I think just one game this weekend, and the A's have to lose one game, and then they're just. I think they're good to go. If the Yankees gotcha. win two games. They're going to be a hundred. Oh, wow, that's crazy. Okay. Um, yeah, anyway, hundred wins, right? Uh, yeah, they're ninety-eight wins right now, and they're they're the wild card team. Wild, huh. that's wild. In, that's insane. Hunter, uh, reaching that sort of a feat, and you're only a wild card team. Yeah, I know. And the Cleveland Indians have 89 wins, and they wrapped up the division. They're the first team to wrap up their division. Go figure. Yeah. Okay. But the Mets are doing great. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, that that David Wright game is going to be the uh, biggest selling uh, game of all year. Yeah, no, that that's going to be a huge game on Saturday. A buddy of mine uh, wanted to go. He's like, it's $250 for standing room. I'm like, that was probably more money than World Series tickets. Yeah, I I feel I, it's so unfortunate with David Wright because he is a fantastic player. He has that uh, Derek Jeter mentality and sort of a respect where there was really no tainting to his career. Like, never had anybody say a bad word, always a team player. Uh and it's just unfortunate that because of the scoliosis and his back problems, and he's just really unable to continue. Yeah, it stinks, man. But mm. all right, well, let's take a little bit of a break. I know, really early for us to take a break. Um, and then once we get back, we will uh, talk about the world of sports entertainment here on Marking Out. Okay, Marking Out. Yeah, get those legs. Get those legs going. Yeah, if you're watching and you're having a good time, hit that like button. Work. Work. Yes. Yes. Like a tiger. Grr. Grr. And we are back on Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode 399. And let's get into some Monday Night Raw. 
Monday Night Nitro. Very perfect. Ah, so you couldn't have done it better, Dave. Ah, thank you. Yeah, no problem, no problem. Uh, you kick off. First of all, we got to kick off Monday Night Raw with a new, uh, a new then, now, forever uh, promo video in the beginning, which I loved. I thought it was very oh, good. Do you, do you mind if I add Monday Night Raw this week was from the Pepsi Center in Denver, Colorado? Oh, that's I know for I know I know Brandon's went if Brandon is going to go back and re-listen to this, so I know that that's going to be in his mind that. We didn't say that. Yeah, he's chomping at the bit right now. <laughs> so, yeah, as you were saying, Corbin, Stephanie, Hunter. Yeah, well, no, I didn't even say that. I said a oh. Then Now yeah, Forever oh, video. <laughs> yeah, the intro video. Um, but it did start off with a limo sitting in the backstage area, and who popped out of it was Stephanie McMahon and Triple H. Uh, acting Commissioner Baron Corbin was sitting there. Stephanie said that she was not really happy why did she think it was a good idea that Baron Corbin put himself in a universal title match? And she said, you know, if you think it's a good idea for you to be the man in the bent, why don't you be in the main event tonight against the Shields uh, and find yourself two partners? And that was it. So leading leading up to your main event, so it's going to be Baron Corbin uh, and two partners versus the Shields, who kicked off Monday Night Raw. All in matching Shield attire. Yep, they did the whole Shield gimmick. I, that kind of frustrated me because I didn't understand if they could do it on Monday Night Raw... Why didn't they do it at Hell in a Cell? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry about that. All right. <laughs> a, apology, apology accepted. Good, thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, they kick off the promo saying, you know, you know, uh, hyping up this match they're having at Crown Jewels. I'm calling it Crown Jewels. I don't care. Do it um, up. Against uh, Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre and this guy that comes out, Braun Strowman. He comes out, you know, talking about how... Uh, trying to get to, into Dean Ambrose's head. Dolph Ziggler comes out, calls him Disposable Dean, saying where were they when uh, Dean Ambrose had his injury. You know, they were teaming with Jason Jordan, this, that, and the other thing. Trying to stir the pot between the Shield, who've been running like an, a good well-oiled machine to uh, when they came back. So, uh, Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre will be defending their tag team titles later in the night, but you kicked off with uh, a little bit of singles action. When Jinder Mahal faced off against Finn Balor, Finn Balor picking up the victory. You know, this is all kind of stemming from the whole mixed match challenge. That was there good. You go. Was that good? Yeah, I I say so. It wasn't it wasn't too much throat. No, no, no. It was perfect. Okay, good. You, awesome. you nailed it. But yeah, you as you were saying with the mixed match challenge, you had Finn Balor. He was alongside with Bailey, and then you had Alicia Fox, who was with Mahal. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's Neil Singh as well, but Alicia Fox was really a a big factor in this. Oh, absolutely huge, huge. It was huge, huge. But so. after, like, it was an alright match. But after the match, you had Mahal blaming Sunil Singh and beating the crap out of him, and then they prayed. Yeah, it's just I don't know. Maybe Meditated. Yeah, I don't know. It's strange. I I didn't understand why like Sunil. So he belittled Sunil, and then Sunil prayed or whatever with uh mahal and fox i do like that mahal is with fox because fox is like known for being off the hinges and yeah. mahal's being very calming calming so calming so you have mahal calming uh fox down a bit there we go but it was awkward yeah strange nonetheless uh next up you had the riot squad picking up the victory over natalia and the bella twins uh Big part of this was uh, Liv Morgan. Seems like Liv Morgan got herself a little bit of a concussed, you could say, Wait. during this match. Yeah, I mean the match itself was good. I think I 
I really think Ruby Riot is really coming into her own. I I agree with you. I think that she is a solid uh, person. She's very solid in that ring. And I think that it's really good that she's has a supporting cast of the Riot Squad. It's it's a great group, and especially you're putting them in a program with the Bell Twins, who are, you know your biggest act. I loved that. I forget a side tangent here. Somebody po- posted an article on one of the news sites, News with the Z, saying that the Bell the Bellas have no uh, place in the whole women's evolution thing and being at evolution this that, and the other thing because they were divas and i and i love the fact that like every female performer then now forever like buried this guy did you see this that's i i didn't see that but it's totally awful that someone would i mean i think that the bella twins they have had one heck of a career oh absolutely and i think that at first they were crappy but then they went away, and when they came back, they were actually really good. And it's just really unfortunate that Brie Bella, I personally think that she was rushed into uh, returning to television and being in the ring. I feel like she hasn't really gotten that ring rust off, as we've seen her make mistakes in the past in her recent matches where she did suicide dives and just really could have hurt herself. Yeah. And then punching Ruby right in the face, and then now kicking Liv morgan uh knocking her into tomorrow it's unfortunate i don't think that that really shows um her potential like brie bella i don't think that that shows really how she is as a wrestler oh i know absolutely it's just you it's know it's, ac- it's, it's kick, kicking it off you yeah know, it's an a- off all the rust. yeah it's an accident but i do feel like because of evolution she was rushed into it to be back on television to make evolution. But, yeah, no, I, I I agree. And doing that whole thing in Australia and stuff like that too. No, she's not Australia. The whole Hell in a Cell match and stuff like that. So yeah, it, she needed. To... I don't think it's. I don't think it's anything against the performer. You know, sometimes people have more ring rust than others. I, if anything, I would put this on the WWE themselves for not allowing her, not even suggesting that she uh, get in the ring a little bit to just get the cobwebs off. You know, yeah. and it's so unfortunate that Liv Morgan caught it to the face, uh, not once, but twice, you know, face. yeah, like just it's never easy. It's always an uneasy feeling when you see a pro wrestler in the ring, just go limp <laughs> like, you know, no, like, you, no, no, I, I was just, thinking of something else. Sorry. Yeah. But how she just face like she just gets hit in the face and it goes limp and just collapses. And it's just an uneasy feeling that you see and you're like. Oh, no. But then Brie, I hate it because she also lifted her up and started moving her. And I'm like, oh, no, if there's neck, damn, please. she, You, you got to attend to her. I get it. The match has to go on. But take the match somewhere else to the outside of the ring or something where the ref could help her out to the doctors. But to actually try to get her moving and stuff, I, it just made me uneasy. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's it's oh. a scary. It's 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 with with anybody too. It's like remember when Enzo got knocked out? I know you're not an Enzo fan. Yeah, but remember it, when he got knocked out too? That was really scary. You always have to. I I we as we all do. We sympathize with any wrestler that that just really gets legit injured, and we wish Liv Morgan a speedy recovery from this, and hopefully she's not out for too long. Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, you know, I I said it recently too. I think the Riot Squad's really hitting a stride here, it's, and it's not just Ruby Riot that's hitting it, or it's not just Sarah Logan. It's all three of them. You know, they all work so well off of each other. So 
in that you know case you don't want you don't want to see any of them gone off no. of TV for a really long time. No, it, exactly. And I mean, she's going to be doing the concussion tests and dizzy, like so. It's going to be testing for for dizziness and this and that. So, who knows how long? Yeah. Anyway, uh, next up after this, let's go to a negative to a positive. Um, you had the Connors Cure presentation. Uh, September is Pediatric Cancer Awareness Month, and the WWE does such an amazing job with pediatric cancer with Connors Cure. They've raised $2.5 million, helping 400 families. Um, and this week they highlighted uh, Hyundai. Hyundai? Hyundai? What do you call it? Oof. I, Hyundai? Uh, yeah. Uh, they're Hope on Wheels. Uh, and they donated $200,000 to Connor's Cure, which is great. They got a big You Deserve It chant. They highlighted two survivors of pediatric cancer, gave them replica titles. Yeah, Carter and Elizabeth. Yeah, it's seriously like you, 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 if you say anything bad about this, oh, my God, it's taking a valuable time that some of the mid-card talent could get. Absolutely not. Absolutely. That's where you have main event. Yeah, absolutely. Abs- yeah, that's where you have main event, and some of your best stuff is on main event. Yeah, this is a great spot to have to incorporate the incorporate them. Uh, I think it's really special and it's it's beneficial. I mean, look at how much um, notice, how much awareness they're bringing to everything. No, absolutely, it's spectacular. We applaud WWE all the time. I had a Connors uh, Cure bracelet for the longest time, but then I. Uh... Lost it or broke, probably. I don't know. Anyway, um, after this, you have uh, Dean Ambrose backstage, and you have Dolph Ziggler trying to get in his face, trying to get in his head, saying, you know, oh yeah, you almost died with this staph infection. The shield doesn't care about you. Keeping into that, you know, whole trying to get in Dean Ambrose's head, trying to cause some separation between all of them. Um, would you like to see Dean Ambrose heel turn, Dave? Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, I got to think about that one, Chris. I, I don't think yet. No? I don't think quite yet because he turns heel. What are we going to see? Him versus Rollins again. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd say hold off. Let's go with because they really wanted to do this shield back together thing. And now that you actually have all three of them back without injury, I say run with it for as long as you can. Don't turn him heel yet. Just run with them as face. Um, do, you, do you mind if I backtrack for a moment? I don't mind at all. Go ahead. All right. Well, I'm just going to add, whoa, for the longest time. I, I had to. Sorry. That was killing me inside. I mean, you, you said for the longest time before. Oh, and I did. It was just And it was just killing me. All okay. right. Continue. Okay. Uh, next up, you had Connor picking up the victory over Chad Gable. Um, perfect mid-card spot right here. Chad Gable, yep. Bobby Roode have had this thing going. Connor and Victor. Connor getting a win on Monday Night Raw. First time in a long time. First time in a long time. Very stoked about it. Um, all the Chad Gable marks out there are probably not stoked about it. So I mean, he hey, he still did a great job. Yeah, absolutely. Um, next up, you had the Raw Tag Team titles on the line. Ziggler McIntyre successfully defeated the Revival in an amazing match. Yes. Solid tag team wrestling right here. I'm kind of bummed. I want to see the Revival become the tag team champions. I'm with but, you on this. But he, with the whole storyline going on right now, Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre, you have to keep those titles on him for a while. until. Yeah, it, even without the storyline, you couldn't do it that quickly. Yeah, you couldn't do it that quickly. Um, but. but Revival, I think that they really, once again, 
prove to whether it's creative Vince McMahon, whoever is in the office, that they can do it, and that the and the WWE universe supports them as well. Yeah. Um, it was a fantastic match back and forth. I love the false finishes. Um, there was many moments where you could have easily seen the revival winning it all. Yeah. But at the end, it was the Claymore for the victory. Amen. Amen. Uh, next up, ladies and gentlemen, Elias. Elias wow. comes out, talks about his match with Super Showdown, um, and introduces Kevin Owens. Makes his wing makes his way to the ring for the Kevin Owens show, and Kevin Owens has a special guest this week, and it's Leo Rush, who is now kind of taking on the the mouthpiece role of Bobby Lashley, who he then introduced into his in his hometown, Denver, Colorado's own Bobby Lashley. Um, I haven't spoken to you about this, Dave, but what do yeah. you think about this Leo Rush being on Monday Night Raw as like the hype man for Bobby Lashley? I I love it. I think that it's a great spot because let's be realistic if. He wasn't. He was going to straight to 205 Live. He is on 205 Live. Oh, well played. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, this is giving him relevance on Monday Night Raw now. But also, but, this is – but uh, same thing with Drake Maverick too. It's uh, – I was thinking about this today. It's like the lost art of the manager. You yeah, don't see managers I, a lot. No. But now and, that's what they're doing. Like, And especially like Bobby Lash is great. He's fantastic. He had that great run in TNA, but he's his, – his, is he most, most his most he is I think he's fantastic he's such a, perf- a spectacular performer but I feel like he's missing the vocal work and yeah, Leo no, I, Rush can talk his face off yeah no I and I feel like that's that. gonna be his strength here yeah no I I like like you said I think that it's great that they brought Leo Rush in as the mouthpiece I love. I marked out for seeing Leo Rush on through that appearance uh, to initiate all of this, and I think that it really is giving a new layer to uh, Bobby Lashley's character because in the past I was always bored with Bobby Lashley, and his promos were always awful. But now you bring Leo Rush into there to be that manager role, and it adds a new layer to this, and I really do enjoy it. It's making it ex- exciting, um, and I think it's good. I think it's smart television right now. And Leo Rush has been exciting with the entire um, can you catch me, like kind of like Roadrunner Coyote yeah. kind of a deal. It, it's it's great. But this led into the match of Bobby Lashley picking up the victory over Elias, but it was by DQ. Huh? Yeah. Hey, it was, uh, next week there is uh, another match going to go on. I think it's Kevin Owens versus uh, what's his face? Leo? No, not Bobby. Leo. Um Bob- Versus Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Yeah. So, set I, stuff for, set stuff for uh, weeks to come. You know, I'm excited to see Leo Rush and Bobby Lashley team together because I'm kind of curious to see what Leo Rush, Leo Rush and Lashley could think of. I could see Leo Rush doing a move off of the shoulders of Lashley. I could maybe see a Bo- backflip. I could see Bobby Lashley pick, throwing him up in the air and him doing like a frog splash. Which would be cool, yeah. you know. But that's that, that. But that's what they have to do now with these two hundred five live guys is integrate them into like Monday Night Raw or SmackDown with a bigger guy to kind of like use mm-hmm. that big little Shawn Michaels Diesel type uh, thing. Yeah, and let, let's not like Leo Rush is really good on the mic, and he is so arrogant. I don't that... know. I like. I he's good, but I think he's overdoing himself. What do you mean by that? I I just I feel like he's like trying to go a little bit above and beyond. 
I don't know. I think that he fits that arrogance really well. I mean, not to me, it's not arrogance, but to a young audience or someone that doesn't like him, he could easily come off as that being the, the 23 year old golden everything and this and that. But I'm still fascinated and amazed by Leo Rush as a person and as a wrestler that he's only 23, only been wrestling for, I believe, three years and or four years. And look at where he is now. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Was he, he was CZW champion for a while too, no? Yeah, yeah. He, he had really awesome matches with Joey Janelli. He had that dark side. Uh, I forgot his. I his, remember his, that. Yes. Yeah, he had his dark side of Leo Rush. Oh man, I'm, I'm making the picture of the week right now as we do this. Also, it is spectacular. Uh-oh. Oh. Uh, next up, you had Nia Jax teaming up with M. Not teaming up. I lied to you. Sorry. But Nia Jax was with Ember Moon, and she picked up the victory over Alicia Fox, who was with Alexa Bliss. The whole Mean she- Girls. It's kind of like a Mean Girls Club type thing. Yeah, mm. I could definitely see that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Wow. Um, next week, you'll see, uh, as I said, you'll see Bobby Lashley versus Kevin Owens. You'll see Ronda Rousey, who is uh, not uh, not there this week. Interesting. And uh, Shawn Michaels will be on Monday Night Raw. But then, which led to your main event, which was The Shield versus Baron Corbin and AOP, Authors of Pain, which I liked this a lot. Get the AOP in the main event. See what they can actually do during the main event of Monday Night Raw. Uh, as expected, Shield wins. You know they do the whole Shield fist in the middle of the ring. But it was good. It was a good showing by AOP. Oh, it was spectacular. You know, I, I always th- I go back and forth with that. They're too rough. That they're too uh, green at times, and that they could be too careless with their moves. Um, and very, t- they're, it's like they're imitating Vader or Stan Hansen. And it sometimes it's a little bit too much, but when you put them up against the shield, it's a good oh, yeah. balance. Um, and then you also had Braun McIntyre and Ziggler on the ramp with their chair, uh, sitting in their chairs and watching, and it was it was good. But yeah. then towards the end of the match, you had Dean Ambrose teasing. It kind of came down to is Dean Ambrose going to turn heel or maintain with the shield, and he ended up sticking with the shield. Yeah, stuck with the shield. That's it. So, yeah. So yeah, that was uh, that was Monday Night Raw. Let's get on to SmackDown for this week. Are we still rolling here? Wow. Yeah, Pepsi Center in Denver, Colorado. Back to back nights, huh? Yeah. Oh, I love wow. this opener. Yeah. And so, I, you think it's gonna be Miss TV, but it's not. It's Truth TV <laughs> with r Truth and Carmella. I like this combination between the two of them. And, um, I like that um, Carmella is a brunette now and kind of dyed her hair. Uh, I love the reasoning. Why? I love the reasoning. He said that – so not to confuse people with the other Carmella. I love it. That's it, that's solid. It plays right into that entire gimmick of our truth scene, thinking that there's multiple Carmellas. And so she dyed her hair brunette so this way people aren't confused. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, and then you had Daniel Bryan – as the guest and then as they're interviewing them they go into a dance break it happens I, hey man listen sometimes man you gotta have a dance break i i dig it <laughs> dig it brother oh yeah oh that yeah. was bad so yeah that led then that led into uh the miz coming out miz uh wanting his whole segment back 
which then led into your first match of the night with The Miz defeating R-Truth with the skull-crushing finale. It still amazes me at the amount of... that R-Truth still got it. Do you still have it? Should I insert... No, I shouldn't insert that, but it just amazes, <laughs> amazes me that he still he still got it, man. It's cool. Real cool. Yeah, I, I agree with you, and I think that this match was really a lot of fun. Yeah, good match. Just like their last one. Yeah, good match to start off uh, Monday Night Raw with, you know? Yeah, I mean, and not on uh, SmackDown, uh, but also something that wasn't showing on SmackDown, they did show a backstage fallout that took place earlier in the night where Becky Charlotte Flair was doing a promo shoot, and Becky Lynch attacked her. Great. And Love started it. doing a photo shoot. After doing the attack, it was perfect. Yeah, it really they're really doing a great job of Becky Lynch. I agree. But they're with you. trying to get you to hate her. That's it's, the thing. It's not gonna, not going to work. No, it's not going to work at all. I love her. <laughs> I, love I said her. it. I said it. I don't care who who hears it. It's true. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> I, I love her. Okay, love her so much. Uh, then anyway, next. I don't know why is... I just started like like doing that mean evil like yes like. With your hand motions, like where you're just like clasping yourself and you're just like uh, clasping your hands. And you're just like, yes, yes. Yes. Very evil. Sheamus (laughs) picked up the win win over Big E after this. I guess this is setting up for Super Showdown. The Barbers of the New Day for the tag team titles. Yeah, but that bro kick, once you eat that, that's it. Yeah, that's it. One, two, three. Uh, Then you had, next up, you had Rusev coming out with Lana. Talking about Rusev Day, talking about Aiden English. I uh, in English, you know, talking about, you know, why is he being honest, everything like that, and he gets up and leaves. Yeah, I mean, and then there's that rumor, I mean, Aiden English brought up one night in Milwaukee? I don't know what he's talking about that. Yeah, what is he talking about one night in Milwaukee? What it, what happened in Milwaukee? I guess we're going to find out at some Our point. R-Truth called it Green Bay. Ah, maybe I don't maybe know. Maybe that's what he's talking about. Maybe that's what he's talking about. <laughs> Next up, you had Oscar and Naomi pick up the victory over Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. The Iconics were out, out there for it. Yeah, um, nothing really much with the match. No, nothing. Nothing I can take away from it. Yeah, good to see him. Then um, next match, you had a no contest between Shinsuke Nakamura and Ty Dillinger. Uh, you know, this fed from the social media aspect of it. They kind of set up this match through there. Which I like, Ty Dillinger versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Run this for a little bit. Give Ty Dillinger the spotlight in the the mid card division. I think he deserves it. Yeah, I agree with you. Let him run, and especially with Nakamura, who might as well be a veteran of the ring. He is a veteran uh, of the ring. Yeah, he he could easily guide Dillinger through a match. So I, I'd say do it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, you had a non title match. Becky Lynch defeated Lana. That's it. Becky yeah. Lynch, and then uh, backstage, Aiden English was asked about Milwaukee. He he has video evidence about it. So, ooh, what could it be? Ooh, get your popcorn ready. Uh, oh. Next up, you had uh, to close off the show. You had your WWE contract signing between AJ Styles and Samoa Joe. Uh, however, Samoa Joe was not there. Where could he be now? He was he was uh, at AJ Styles' house. Yeah, yeah, playing with uh, playing with uh, AJ's daughter's dolls. Nothing about the old AJ Styles' sons. Um, and Samoa Joe says, "Daddy's home." SmackDown goes off the air. I like the end, 
but I feel like it should have happened sooner. This Samoa Joe of going to actually going to AJ Styles' house, that had to happen that week after he said that he, he's going to go to their barbecue. But you know what? It's like they're they're trying to give this legs. I think that's the only reason why. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the reason why they uh, they did that. So Yeah. Which I'm fine with. I mean, I like this. You know, hopefully we get some TNA quality matches out of the two of these guys. I hope so. I'm starting to uh, be a little bit lighter on Samoa Joe uh, with his promos. Excuse me, with his promos and stuff. So I'm. Let's see what's happening. Yeah, let's see what's happening. A couple weeks till Super Showdown. You got a month or so before Crown Jewels. Is there like a a stateside pay per view beforehand? I'm not too sure. I don't think so. Oh man, that stinks. I'm I'm not too sure. They're expanding their global reach. Yeah, I I love it. I think it's, it's very important to expand the global reach, and I, I think it's great. Yeah, it is. I'm 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 all about it. But you know what? Also, uh, do we have anything else wrestling-wise to talk about? Um, I mean, might as well just say real quick, Mixed Mass Challenge first round ta- happened. Uh, Lashley and Mickey James take um, the victory over the Fox in the Hall. match challenge. Yes, yeah, Lashley yeah. and Mickey James picked up the victory over Fox and Mahal, and then Asuka and Miz defeated Carmella and R-Truth, which is very unfortunate that they had to face off in that first round, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, Carmella I wonder, and R-Truth, I wonder who's going to win now. See... Excuse me? I said, I wonder who's going to win now. Um, not Carmella and R-Truth. Oh, rats. <laughs> no. Anyway, that's it. we got wrestling-wise this week. Really short show, but it's okay because now we've got Shameless Plugs. Shameless Plugs. Yeah, Shameless Plugs. So, first off, Evolve member, uh, oops, sorry. Evolve's The End member, uh, Paro. Make sure you go give him a follow at Paro underscore. He wrote a really great article on outsports.com in regards to his story of coming out in the world of professional wrestling uh very awesome uh read about the difficulty that he has encountered that he did encounter the positivity that he has encountered and just being a person that people look up to and it's a really good read Go yeah, check no, out. yeah, it's it's cool. I'm a, I'm about it, and I feel like the I, you wouldn't see this many years ago in the in professional wrestling. No, not at all. And now because of all the support, and let's not let's also not sugarboat Paro. He's he's not a small guy. He's not like, and he's also in pro wrestling. Usually, uh, a wrestler that is gay is very flamboyant, portrayed as flamboyant. Like uh, Orlando Jordan and this and that, you uh, you have all these characters, but you don't never really had a character that was very uh, power. That was a powerhouse, yeah. and and Paro is that person where I mean at Evolve, uh, I think it was Evolve or MLW. He came out last month with the gay pride flag, um, so he's really becoming a leader of uh, of this movement. And I think it's great. And everybody should go support him. Go support his tag team partner, Odin. And the end. I mean, I uh, Odinson. I think it, it's it's great. So go give them a follow. And go check out outsports.com where Paro has that article. Also, 
Kenny Johnson's new short documentary. Everybody was waiting for this one. It is on PCO. I saw it. I watched it the other day. It's actually really good. It's yep. it's, it's cool that his like mental his mindset changed as well. Yeah, he talks about like his mindset being different and stuff like that. Yeah, I <laughs> I, I love it. It's burned the ships, and he he speaks about the thirty plus years of his career. And his match with uh, Walter, Destro, everything. Yo, Destro is nuts. Yeah. Did you listen to the Stone Cold podcast? Oh, guilty. You did. It was it, like, I saw, like at, at points, I don't want to believe it. But like, <laughs> and like, but like, then I heard, I listened to Kick and Ass with uh, Pepper Parks and Andy Williams, and they were talking about how like it's true that he actually eats like 8,000 calories in the morning. Yeah, someone said. I forgot where I saw that. I forgot if I saw that from someone on Facebook or on Twitter, but I saw someone talking about how much Destro eats. I mean, he's a legit bodybuilder. Or he former used to be a legitimate bodybuilder, but now he's like a uh, arm wrestler. And apparently, like, huh. if you see like his forearms, they look like Pop. He looks like Popeye, apparently. Jeez, I you know they got something smart and fun, and they are. I hope that they deserve to run all the way to the bank. Him and PCO right now, and Kenny Johnson. He is phenomenal at making these documentaries, yeah. and I, I can't say enough. Everybody, go watch this and go give him a follow at Ken Johnson ten twenty eight. Um, yeah, go support him. <laughs> also, yeah, what was that? No, that's it. What else? Did yeah, you? I, uh, another documentary is not the same documentary, but not Ken Johnson, but Jackson Stone. Uh, he's an independent wrestler that everybody should definitely get on board with watching. Go give him a follow at Jackson Stone underscore LCJ. Uh, he put out his own documentary just to give you a glimpse of what it's like to be Jackson Stone. Lights, camera, Jackson. So it's a mockumentary, essentially. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's the word. But you can book him the dash man at Lights cameraJackson.com. He has available dates in October, November, December, and 2019. So make sure you get on board. Book Jackson Stone. Hey, Chris, you got a match of the week? Yes, David. I do have a match of the week. And uh, my match of the week this week comes from... CZW, Combat Zone Wrestling, uh, their last event, Down with the Sickness. Uh, John Silver versus Alex Reynolds, two former very, very old guests of the show. So go into the archives to check those two guys out. Uh, they have a ladder match for a opportunity at a opportunity for Maxwell Jacob Friedman's CZW Championship. You can go to czwstudios.com and watch it on the stream you could the dvd will be out you know in the next coming months solid match uh tombstone pile driver off the apron through a uh, table uh this match was crazy and i always have john silver's music stuck in my head i After. i hurt yeah yeah i agree with you yeah i what lonely island no 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 the old one. Oh, uh, refused yeah, I heard yeah. that recently. I don't know. I think I was at the gym, and that was playing on a loudspeaker or something. I, I forgot where I heard it. I'm like, oh, wow, I'm marking out right now, but I don't really I, – I just know the song from Silver. Yeah, his old, old one. Yeah, no, he just uses uh, Lonely Island now. 
Nice. Yeah. So that's my match of the week. Uh, yeah, Brandon, I don't care about your week. So your pre-tip thing is, uh, yeah, who are you shouting out? Shalom, Jace over here. And you're about to listen to my favorite part of the show, Brandon Shalom's. Oh, I mean Brandon shoutouts. Well, yes, thank you for asking me how my week was. As a matter of fact, I did see Paul Simon this week, and he's getting the first shout-out. Uh, it's always awesome to see Paul Simon. So I'm at Madison Square Garden. Always awesome to be at the Garden. And uh, I honestly, I hope, even though that this was the said uh, farewell tour, I hope it's not the last time I get to see him. Uh, next shout out's going to Natural by Imagine Dragons. It's the song in the trailer for WWE 2K19. Uh, it's pretty, pretty good. Didn't mean to do a Larry David there. <laughs> and then uh, lastly is going to be... The mini documentary thing that WWE posted about Kurt Hawkins that led up to his 200th loss. Uh, it's on YouTube. Uh, it's probably on WWE.com as well. So if you haven't done so already, go check it out. And uh, to answer your question, Chris, no, didn't. I didn't crush Happy Hour this week. I went to a fair. I went to a carnival filled with mad carnies. The guy walk up to the booth. The guy reads my shirt. Yeah, respect the beard. Probably Carney move number two or something. Reading shirts. Try to make you feel personable. <laughs> uh. All right. Thanks, Brandon. Wow, I didn't realize that he... That was pretty crazy, right? Well, yeah, I know. Just I mean, that's not... a lot of stuff right there. Pretty heavy talk from Brandon. Not used to him taking it to that sort of a level. Neither am I. But you know what level I'm ready for? Our. Our. Mark out moment of the week. What do you got, Dave? Oh, what do I got? Uh, what do I got? That is a good question. Uh, come back to me in a moment. What do you got? I don't have anything. I've had oh, very. No. It's been work at all this all, all this week for me. So. Yeah. I've had, uh, I marked out this morning when I found out the Cubs uh, clinched their ticket to the postseason with a walk off. There you go. Yeah, and it's—I know it's real life. I know it's not wrestling wise, but still. Ah, it's still real to you. Damn it. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I, I marked out for like uh, Scherzer with the three hundred. Yeah, that's huge. Three hundred strikeouts in one season. That's. And you know what? You know the crazy thing is, he's probably not going to win the Cy Young. <laughs> Degrom. Yeah, I think so. It, it's so weird because it's unfortunate too, Degrom. Because he plays for the Mets, he just can't pick up any wins. Yeah. And he's pitching f uh, amazing. Yeah. I was going to say fantastic, but I think we already used that like three times on yeah, the show. Yeah, it's, it, it's fine. We only use regardless twice. That's now 3 com slash marking out. So, yeah. yeah, that's it. That's our show for this week. Put marking out 399 in the books. Uh, next week we have the big 400th episode Ooh. of Marking Out. Uh, we've discussed some cool things that we're going to do for you old school fans out there, which is like three people. We may have some special guests, maybe. Really? Maybe you'll have 
You'll have to listen to find out. I guess I'll just have to listen to find out, too, because I didn't hear anything about this. <laughs> oh, you just wait, you. Uh, oh, I will wait. Don't worry. Until then, I'll be waiting uh, as I uh, go to markingout.com to listen to all the past episodes to get myself hyped up for episode 400. I'm going to go rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google, Amazon probably has this on there. I don't know. Um, but regardless, that's a shirt. As I said again, that's now for ProWrestlingTees.com slash out. On the social media, Facebook.com slash out, Twitter.com slash out, YouTube.com slash out 11 uh, Email us, out one at gmail.com, Facebook.com slash out, Twitter.com slash... I said this already. Wow. Follow me on Twitter, Chris Dog. Dave on Twitter, Dave the Rave on MO. Follow Brand- all of Brandon's escapades at uh, BTTG161. And until next week, we wish you the... The... Best of luck in your future endeavors. And we will see you next week on the podcast. Arrgh!